first tonight on our news live at seven concerns rise as nearly a dozen students are hospitalized after an unusual incident at a local school families seek answers amidst the principal's defense and new developments in a dna citizenship testing protocol the health minister announces it's been approved by government plus roadblocks delay progress on grand bahamas 200 million dollar hospital project the health minister also giving an update nearly nine months after its groundbreaking. Then in our news at 7.30, the prime minister's remarks on media and national image spark public outcry amid rising crime rates. Street interviews reveal citizens' concerns. Our news live at 7 starts right now. Welcome to our news live at 7. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Candino Knowles. DNA testing protocol for citizenship has now been approved by government. Health and Wellness Minister Dr. Michael Darville breaking the news at a school event today where he shared details of the system to be put in place. We'll get to more on this significant development and how things will work in about three minutes. But first, nearly a dozen students at Achievers Christian Academy spend the night in hospital after what is being described as an unusual situation. Today, one relative expressing his disappointment in the school's handling of the situation while the principal is knocking down rumors. Bertany McDermott picks up the story from here. Oh, no. I could say that with a matter of fact. Even if I have to pay a school fee, I will pay a school fee but she is not going back. Tevin Ferguson is one of many parents and guardians outraged after around 10 children from Achievers Christian Academy were rushed to Princess Margaret Hospital in what is being described as a bizarre incident. His niece was among them. Ferguson telling our news he was there in a matter of minutes. What I have seen and what I really am disgruntled about how the school dealt with the whole situation. It was two and a half hours before the principal came, almost three hours and no one from the school rided with the kids in the ambulance. That shows the lack of care from the school. Police were called to PMH Thursday after a report said students started experiencing dizziness, vomiting, and became faint while participating in physical activities. Our news understands before the physical education class, the students were visited by foreign missionaries who gave them handbands, a book, and prayed with them. As for the condition of Ferguson's niece... I had to lift her to and from the bathroom because her leg was still weak. And she's still weak now, but she's doing much better than she was yesterday. When I arrived at the hospital, she was shaking. Now, of course, we visited Achievers Christian Academy today where we spoke to Principal Dr. Matteo Smith. He is seeking to dispel rumors about the incident. Based upon what we've seen so far from 180 plus students um, with just 10 students uh, becoming ill, uh, we don't believe that it's any of that sort of witchcraft and obeah, as well as to dispel the fact that students ingested edibles. Uh, we've never had the issue here. Smith stressed student safety is top priority and says he doesn't believe the incident will impact school enrollment. Some parents have spoken to us. They've um, expressed their concerns. And at, at this time, we're addressing all those concerns. Reporting for Our News, I'm Berthony McDermott. All right, thanks for that, Berthony. A 35-year-old man is facing charges after a triple shooting left a woman dead and two others injured. Prosecutors say D'Angelo Culmer is responsible for the January 31st murder of Radiska Bethel and the attempted murder of Lorenzo Sands. The charges stem from a shooting on Ragged Island Street and Cordo Avenue. According to police, the victims were socializing near a bar when they were shot in a drive-by shooting that killed Bethel. Calmer did not have to plead to the charges when he appeared before senior magistrate Shaka Surville. Bail was denied. Calmer is expected back in court on August 30th to be indicted. And officers of the Drug Enforcement Unit in Grand Bahama searching for the culprit responsible for suspected marijuana worth $9,000 found in a garbage bin. Police say it was around 1.20 this afternoon when intelligence led officers to the Seahorse Drive area near a bus stop. That's where they say they discovered the drugs. No arrests have been made. And now to new DNA testing protocol for citizenship that's been approved, making a significant milestone post a Privy Council ruling on citizenship. Anthony McDermott has the story. Government has signed off on a new DNA testing protocol to verify citizenship status 
Breaking the news of the significant milestone was Health and Wellness Minister Dr. Michael Darbo, who says his ministry finalized the paperwork last week. The AG's office, the Ministry of Health, we have finalized those protocols, and uh, the way how it would be done would be released shortly. But it is DNA protocols, and uh, we've been working on it for the last year and a half. It's now completed, and for those who have been waiting patiently, uh, to access the protocols and to get on with uh, citizenship, it's all completed by way of the passport office. This comes after a Privy Council ruling in May of 2023 declared people born out of wedlock to Bahamian men or Bahamians at birth regardless of their mother's nationality. The move comes amidst growing concerns over accuracy of the testing immediately following the ruling. As for what the protocol will entail... We looked at an affidavit versus DNA testing and we felt that the DNA testing was more conclusive because most DNA testing is like 99.5%. And so those individuals who are seeking citizenship, uh, all you have to do is present uh, to one of the labs that would be registered by the Ministry of Health. The sample would be taken. It could either be blood, it can be uh, a saliva, or it could be a buccal cell sample. That would be forwarded on to one of the reputable labs in the United States, and the results will come back, which will confirm uh, within 99.5% the paternity testing for uh, that particular case. Dr. Darville asserted while the process is not 100% fraud proof, he gave this assurance that measures will be taken to prevent such incidents. There's no system in the world that is soundproof, but we believe that we have something that is very uh, academic, is very safe, and we believe it can substantiate the court order. In the case where a father is deceased, Dr. Darville says there are ways around that. The protocols is with the father. The protocols can be a sibling. It can be an uncle. It could be a relative who can uh, substantiate genetic uh, connectivity. Uh, it can be done many ways, not just with the father who's passed on. To reporting for Our News, I'm Bertha McDermott. All right, and nearly nine months after government broke ground on the $200 million hospital for Grand Bahama, the health and wellness minister says there have been some roadblocks. The hospital in Grand Bahama is on target. I would like to thank the residents in Grand Bahama for their patience. Uh, when we began uh, some of the infrastructural work and the foundation, we found a slight irregularity in the, the rock and we had to go back to the drawing board. Uh, architects are now completed, the new foundation drawing. And if you were to able to go there, you'll see now the footings are now in place for the contractor to now erect vertical construction. Despite this, the health and wellness minister thanked residents for their patience. As for timeline to completion, Dr. Darville says, I have been told by uh, many of the healthcare planners and our architects that there's ways on how we can make up for the time loss with the redrawing of some areas of the foundation plan as a result of uh, inconsistency in the bedrock. All right, we've got much more to get to tonight. But for now, it's time for your first look at temperatures. Meteorologist Greg Thompson is standing by in the weather center. Greg, I see 73 degrees. I feel like we are warming up. <laughs> we had those high 60s for the last few weeks and... 70s are creeping up higher and higher. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's actually going to get a lot warmer tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, that's all ahead of the front of my mind. It's getting in here. So mind you, I don't mind the sun. I don't I mind need. the sun. Yeah. yeah stay indoors. <laughs> 73 degrees outside right now with a few clouds. Uh, your winds out of the south, southeast at 30 miles per hour. So we have a slight breeze out there. Feels slight like temperature, very comfortable, 72 degrees. Temperatures right now around the family of islands, 72 in Freeport, Marsh Harbor, Abaco. We pick up 74 in Alistair, Bimini, and in Great Harbor Key. Nicholstown, Andros, and Governor's Harbor, you guys are 73. Central Bahamas, 73 in Kemp's Bay, Arthurstown, Cat Island. We pick up 74 in Georgetown, Deadman's Key, 76. Coburn Townsend, Salvador, you are cool at 70 degrees. And in the Southeast Bahamas, 73. Duncan Town, Ragged Island, we pick up 76. Once again in Kernhill, Crooked Island, and Delectable Bay. Abrams Bay, 75. Tricks and Caicos, Providential is 74. Matthew Town, Inago, you guys are 78 at this hour. Satellite radar composite showing nothing really happening. That high pressure is still across us, but it is gradually moving out towards the east. We have some high-level clouds all associated with the frontal boundary and the low-pressure system just to the north of uh, Florida or across the southeast. That low will move across, and we should see some increase in clouds and some showers on Sunday once that front comes through, but we're looking for some nice temperatures behind that. That's your first look at weather. Stick with us to look at your weekend forecast is still to come.
Thanks, Greg. And still to come on our news, a local college fair goes island hopping. See the next stop straight ahead. Plus, Bahamian dance students gaining inspiration from international professional dancers at Covent Garden Ballet Dress Rehearsal. Night two of the big show happening now. The story when our news returns. Health is the greatest gift. That's where we come in. Bahamas Medical and Surgical Supplies is a premier distributor of medical equipment, as well as medical and surgical consumables. Our engineers are always on hand, providing top care service that saves lives. We carry a wide selection of over-the-counter and prescription items, fluids and other, inje other injections. Top of cutting edge technology. With more than two decades of dedicated service, Bahamas Medical and Surgical Supplies continues to be a trendsetter and innovator in healthcare. We have set ourselves apart by truly caring for our customers. We understand the intricacies of healthcare and we produce spectacular results. We cherish our partnerships and nurture our friendships as we continue on our quest to help everyone maintain that wonderful gift of good health. Find us on 9th 5th Terrace, Centerville, right in the heart of the Medical Service Epicenter of Nassau, Bahamas. Since they're on sale, Max bought things neither he nor his friend really needed. Hungry for deals? Come to KFC to satisfy your hunger before doing something crazy. Our new six-piece value deal is packed with six pieces of your favorite fried chicken, three orders of crispy fries, and three buttery biscuits. All for just $20. You work hard for your money. Get the biggest bang for your taste buds. Satisfy your taste buds with KFC. It's finger licking good. A local agency offering advice, guidance, and college preparedness for students in the Bahamas and throughout the Caribbean. But according to the institution's president, they're seeking to make the college fair experience a bit more unique and personal. Megan Shepard explores. Legacy College Readiness and Tours currently embarking on a unique island hopping college tour. The fair recently on the island of Abaco, opening the doors of opportunities for high school students across that northern island. Member of Parliament for South and Central Abaco, John Pinder, providing sponsorship to make the event a reality. This is the kind of opportunities that our youth need. It is important that we give them the tools to succeed and having scholarships readily available for them to expand their knowledge and look for the next steps in their career is very important to me. President Erica Morris was born and raised in New Providence, but has since worked with a number of schools and organizations within the United States. She says this is her first college fair on island in her 10 years of facilitating local college tours. It has always been my dream to island hop. This is my third island. We've gone to Exuma Long Island. Today we're here at Abaco. Tomorrow we'll be in Luthera. And the reason why I wanted to do this island hopping and going forth, this is what I would be doing because I wanted the kids from the family island to get the same opportunities as the kids in Nassau get. She says what sets the legacy program apart is how it connects every student with every school. You have a lot of kids that will come to these fairs just thinking, hey, I don't have an opportunity to go to school because I can't afford it. But once they hear each of the schools and the scholarships that they offer, the kids are more prone to go to their tables and say, hey, there is an opportunity for me. So I know that this will impact the kids because they're not just walking around and grabbing, you know, paraphernalia, not just not getting brochures or things that they're interested in. They are actually engaging with the schools because they were able to get some information from them. Reporting for our news, I'm Megan Shepard. All right, thanks for that, Megan. Well, the second and final night of the Covent Garden Ballet performance showing at the Old Fort Bay Club happening at this hour. But ahead of this first performance on Valentine's Day, Bahamian dance students got an up-close look at the work of international professionals. Advanced dancers from over 13 schools in New Providence were invited to watch the dress rehearsal. Co-founder of the Shirley Hall Bassey Legacy Project is Kristen Carroll. To be able to see a level of dance 
I mean, to become a professional ballet dancer, as you know, requires over a decade of training. And to inspire the children to see this level of talent is one thing. Um, and talking to Matt, I hope next year when he comes, he'll be bringing people of color, right? Because we really want the opportunity for these children to see these dancers and see themselves in these dancers and the potential for their own power. The arts provides opportunities not just for Mm, self-expression, right? But for confidence, for conflict resolution, for creative problem solving. And after the rehearsal was done, Bohemian Dance students got a chance to take photos and get some advice from the pros. We spoke to some of those dance students about their experience, like 17-year-old W2 Dance Club student Anne Haley Frank, who had this to say about how the experience has inspired her to dance professionally. Definitely. Um, I know def after seeing this is going to be a lot of hard work, but yeah, I'm willing to put it in. For me, this is absolutely an amazing opportunity. Like seeing them dance and their expression and their movements, it's just stunning to me. Like I'm just like, wow. Um, for me, who's always wanted to dance for a little girl, as a little girl, even though I only started a few years ago, I just can't believe that I'm here and that I get to experience this. It's just amazing. When our news comes back from the break, we turn our spotlight to stories making headlines across the world as world leaders arrive for the 60th Munich Security Conference. Plus, Hyundai recalls more than 90,000 Genesis vehicles and 11 arrested after a drug trafficking ring using U.S. Postal Service is busted. We've got the details when our news returns. Energy conservation is the decision and practice of using less energy. Energy efficiency means using less energy to perform the same task. Turning off lights when you leave a room. Unplugging appliances not in use. People conserve to gain more control over their energy bill and to reduce demand on the Earth's natural resources. Bahamas Power and Light Company Limited looks forward to helping our customers eliminate wasted energy. Take this journey with us as we build for better. BPL. the month of love and you will love the specials at super value and quality supermarkets rainbow corn beef 12 ounce 229 mullis ready cut macaroni 16 ounce 219 english cheddar cheese 399 per pound vitamin classic 10 to 12 ounce 119 chicken leg quarters 10 pound bag 89 cents per pound if you love to save you will love super value and quality supermarkets This is our news. Welcome back. We turn our attention now to stories making headlines across the world. Leading politicians, military officers and diplomats from around the world seen arriving in Munich on Friday for a security conference that will be dominated by the wars in Israel and Ukraine as well as fears over the U.S. commitment to defending its allies. This, as U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said, reports of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny's death in prison, if true, underscores what he described as the weakness and rot of the system President Vladimir Putin has built. His death in a Russian prison and the fixation and fear of one man only underscores the weakness and rot at the heart of the system that Putin has built. Russia is responsible for this. We'll be talking to many other countries concerned about Alexei Navalny, uh, especially if these reports bear out to be true. More than 90,000 Genesis vehicles being recalled by Hyundai due to a fire risk. The recall includes certain 2015 to 2016 Genesis, 2017 to 2019, and 2019 Genesis G70 vehicles. Owners are advised to park outside and away from structures until a repair is completed. 
A letter from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration states that water may enter the starter solenoid and cause an electrical short, which can result in an engine compartment fire while parked or driving. Dealers expected to install a remedy relay kit for free. And 11 persons have been charged in connection with a drug trafficking scheme that used the U.S. Postal Service to transport cocaine between Puerto Rico and the U.S. mainland. Authorities say they were arrested on Valentine's Day in Massachusetts, Florida, and Puerto Rico after a federal grand jury returned a nine-count indictment charging the suspects with intent to distribute and distribute cocaine using the U.S. Postal Service. Now, the U.S. Attorney's Office and its partners say they will continue to pursue drug traffickers and seek justice. Still to come in our news today in history, find out interesting facts about the day that was February 15th and ambush by night, part two of the Bob Marley story coming up. Then in our news at 7.30, the Grand Bahama Island Promotion Board rallies to combat negative perception amid sexual assault allegations. And a local underwater photographer says this is what we can do with no creative boundaries. After a video of his latest work goes viral, see the breathtaking images that have garnered over 1 million views when our news returns. Ready for the 25th Grand Bahama Business Outlook, February 22nd at 8.45 at the Grand Lucayan Resort. Keynote address by DPM, the Honorable Chester Cooper, and a powerhouse roster of speakers, including the Honorable Ginger Moxie, Shakira Johnson, Rupert Hayward, Dennis DeVoe, James Carey, Glenette Fowler, Juan Hernandez, Ian Roll, and many more. Secure your spot today at tclevents.com. Welcome back to our news. It's time now to turn our spotlight on events that shaped the day that was February 16th. Take a look. On this day in Bahamian history in 1899, Etienne Depuch was born. He is best known for being editor of the Nassau Tribune, later the Tribune, from 1919 to 1972. As a politician, he served in the House of Assembly, the Senate, and on the Legislative Council. While serving in the House, he tabled a 1956 resolution that sought to end racial discrimination in the colony. Although the resolution failed to pass, major hotels in Nassau began to announce that persons, regardless of color, could have access to their establishments. He died in 1991 at the age of 92. Then in 1968, Member of Parliament for the Shirley constituency, Uriah McPhee, died in Boston, Massachusetts. His sudden death led the House of Assembly to be dissolved on March 1st that year. A snap election was held a month later on April 10th. The entrepreneur owned McPhee's food fair on Strawn's Alley off Kemp Road. And finally, on this day in 2013, Persis Hildred Rogers died in Nassau. She was a nurse and advocate for the elderly in the Bahamas. The Persis Rogers home for the aged on Hawthorne Road was named in her honor, and she lived at the facility until her death. At the time of her passing, the PLP issued a statement saluting Rogers for her long and dedicated service to the people of the Bahamas. All right, the new Bob Marley movie, One Love, opened in theaters on February 14th. The biographical sketch 
taking a look at the life and music of the reggae superstar. Tonight, we continue part two of our series on the Marley's connection to the Bahamas. Our Danielle Miller looks how and why the Marley family ended up here. Spring 1976, Bob Marley announces the Smile Jamaica concert. November 22nd, then Prime Minister Michael Manley, leader of the PNP, calls a snap election. In the midst of political turmoil, for some, it appeared as though the Smile Jamaica concert was a political rally. The night of December 3rd, Bob Marley's home was riddled with bullets as gunmen attempted to assassinate the reggae superstar. I just leave him the same evening too, yeah? Mm-hmm. When you know, the same night him gets shot, I leave him the same evening. I am burning spear. Despite the failed assassination attempt, Bob continued with the concert because he said he loved his people. And that was an, an extense, very tense night, you know. And as Bob would say, Rasta don't work for it, it, uh, Never let a politician grant you a favor. Shortly after, he left Jamaica. Reports indicate he spent a month in the Bahamas before leaving for London. While in Nassau, Bob and Rita fell in love with a former governor's mansion. Rita Marley purchased the lush oceanfront property in 1982. I met the Marley family shortly after his death in 1981. Um, Being of Jamaican parentage, I spent many a summer in Kingston where I met the family at at a concert and we became instant friends um, since then up until today's date. I I can vividly remember spending lots of summers here in Nassau as a Grand Bahamian uh, native. Um, They flew me and my brother to Nassau for summers to spend right at the what we now know as the Marley Resort which was their actual vacation home so believe it or not they're talented you know beyond words but as people They're just everyday people. In 2004, the home was renovated into the Marley Resort, the only Marley Resort in the world. Recognized as the world's first reggae superstar, the icon Bob Marley is widely recognized as a symbol of freedom. Hence the message of one love again. You see, if black people were to understand their their birthright and their potential as um, a chosen people, then we would understand that there is strength in unity and in unity there is strength and in strength there is power and if we were collectively strong we could continue to conquer the world reporting for our news i'm danielle miller all right thanks so much danielle for that historical recap if you want to see part one and part two of our bob molly series be sure and head over to ournews.bs you can see that and all of today's top stories with that we, that does it for us at News at 7. Joining us now is Italia Hall with the latest headlines. Italia, Friday. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm going to enjoy my weekend. Absolutely. And I hope the same for you. Yes. It's always good I, to have I mean, a break. I mean, I'm this weekend, but yeah. you know what? I'll still try and carve out some time for fun. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Thanks so much, Ken. Well, the Grand Bahama Island Promotion Board rallies to combat negative perception amid sexual assault allegations. And residents weigh in on the free press debate. Here are your latest headlines. Print the headlines first tonight on our news live at 7.30. The Prime Minister calling on the press to revamp the way crime is reported. Residents are reacting. Yes, of course. Let it be there. Let the people be alive. To let the country know what's going on. Plus, rebuilding a reputation, President of the Grand Bahama Island Promotion Board promises unwavering support to tourism stakeholders. Also, a man robbed during broad daylight in New Providence as he was repairing a motorcycle. We have details from police coming up. And later, a former ambassador of the Bahamas recommended for an immigration permanent secretary post. The nation's leader speaks when our news live at 7.30 returns. For the Devour the Beach Food Film Winter event, Operations Manager of Green Turtle Club Resort and Marina, Sarah Ann Shaul, laid out both the vision and results of this famous food film festival. Devour is a food wine film festival that we host here in the Out Islands on Green Turtle Key. We fly in five celebrity chefs. Um, it's a chock full weekend of food events, wine pairings, specialty drinks. Um, we bring a beautiful film component into it as well. Our goal for Devour is to bring culinary travel to the Bahamas, specifically to the Out Islands. We think that it's a 
space for growth for us as we have a heavy focus on our seat to table dining and we believe that the, this type of travel is a growing environment as well. We see heightened travel around the holidays. Uh, we have Junkanoo. And then of course in March is when our season starts for our spring break. Lots of boaters come through and we're very, very busy all through the rest of the season. So we plan this event in the middle of January and February during a lull time um, to boost and promote middle of the season travelers and give them something to do. This year is set apart. Uh, we really feel like this is the year that garnered the most interest and we're very excited about that. This is the fifth devour that we've had, but really I feel like this is year two, as of course we know the world stopped for a while. Last year we felt like it was a rebirth. This year was a phenomenal turnout and we're really looking forward to next year and all the interest that this year has garnered. It's just been such a wonderful surprise to really welcome so many new people, so many return guests, so many excited guests that had heard about it last year. We just, we couldn't be more thrilled with how this year turned out and we're really looking forward to the following. For more tourism updates, visit Tourism Today or Bahamas.com. I'm Michael Miller and this is Tourism Today. Welcome to our news. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Natalia Hall. Residents tonight are sounding off on the Prime Minister's belief that bad press could possibly lead to the country's image being painted in a bad light. This as the country has already suffered 25 murders for the new year. Our Joshua Williams took to the streets to get reaction. The free press debate continues, prompted by Prime Minister Philip Davis's recent comments about media reports on the local crime situation, the topic dominating kitchen table talk across many local households. The PM hinting earlier this week that continuous headlines promoting bad news gives the country a bad look and suggested local media reports are to blame for international headlines. But these residents say, print the headlines. No, it isn't. It isn't negative. That's, just, that's the news. The news bring the people up to date. No, not negative. I would say it's a reality check for the Bahamans. For others, while crime reporting is important, a healthier balance is needed. We can curb what we provide for our listeners. If we are referring to the amount of murders and shootings and stuff, um, we don't need to report that every day, you know? And I think the environment will be more quiet and relaxing. Countries such as the United States and Canada issuing travel advisories for the Bahamas, something the Prime Minister suggests may be tied to constant crime headlines, which he argued also hurts tourism. But do residents agree? Tourists are more familiar with guns and shootings and murders because they hear that every day of their lives. What can be done to stop all the violence? These residents believe it comes down to this. Plenty deaths occurring. Look at the Bible even say men will become lovers of themselves. Broad of wipers, cold. So, biblical time, the word speaks for itself. Some people say, um, do the lockdown thing and keep, that will force people not to be out and about. That might be a remedy. There's something that we could try for like six months and see how that improves. Reporting for Our News, I'm Joshua Williams. Combating the negative light currently cast upon the Bahamas remains a top priority, particularly for the island of Grand Bahama, as investigations continue into recent accusations of sexual assault on that northern island. In a statement this afternoon, Chairman of the Grand Bahama Island Promotion Board, Ian Roll, reassured members and partners of unwavering support amidst anxiety caused by recent events. Roll emphasized the board's commitment to ensuring the island's safety and reputation, promising further updates after investigations are complete. He stressed the importance of uniting with international and local partners to highlight Grand Bahama's safety record. Now turning to crime, three young men ages 16, 17, and 19 
Now in police custody following an armed robbery on Thursday afternoon, police say while on Malcolm Road West, a man was repairing a motorcycle. When he was robbed by two gunmen, the culprits robbed him of the motorcycle and left the area on foot, but police say they recovered the stolen motorcycle shortly after the incident, and one of the suspects were arrested on Thatch Palm Avenue. Police say the second suspect fled once he saw the officers, but later surrendered, along with a third male at the Southeastern Police Station. Well, nearly a dozen students at Achievers Christian Academy spent the night in hospital after what is being described as an unusual situation and one guardian is speaking out on the issue. Ten children were rushed to hospital from Achievers Christian Academy after they all passed out after physical education class. Tevin Ferguson says his niece was among them. What I have seen and what I really am disgruntled about how the school dealt with the whole situation it was two and a half hours before the principal came, almost three hours. And no one from the school rided with the kids in the ambulance. That shows the lack of care from the school. Police were called to PMH Thursday after a report said students started experiencing dizziness, vomiting, and became faint while participating in physical activities. Meanwhile, Principal Dr. Matteo Smith dispelled rumors about the incident. These missionaries would have uh, attended our Michael campus uh, yesterday morning first, the campus that I'm stationed at. Um, they were there first. I was there with them. Um, we have about 101 students at that campus right there. Um, all of those students at the Michael campus receive the bands and the books. Based upon what we've seen so far from 180 plus students um, with just 10 students uh, becoming ill, um, we don't believe that it's any of that sort of witchcraft and obey, as well as to dispel the fact that students ingested edibles. Uh, we've never had the issue here. Now the Ministry of Health and Wellness releasing a statement late this afternoon noting Minister Dr. D Michael Darville is closely monitoring the situation involving those 11 students. The statement confirms that testing has been completed and reports does not indicate anything remarkable. All lab reports were reported as normal including toxicology with no exclusive denominator in the screenings. The ministry also emphasizing there is no link between symptoms experienced by the students and bracelets worn. Now all students, with the exception of one, have been released from hospital. The nation's leader giving an update on the status of former police commissioner Allison Greenslade's recommendation to become a permanent secretary in the Ministry of Immigration. We'll get to that story in a moment, but first, nice weather conditions on this Friday to start off the weekend. Meteorologist Greg Thompson is live in the Weather Center with your first look at weather. Greg, 73 yeah. degrees tonight. Well, you did say TGI. So this is the weekend. <laughs> it's going to be a little warm tomorrow. Uh, we have a frontal boundary that's going to be coming in on Sunday. So it's going to be nice for the outdoors, just a little on the warm side. 73 degrees outside right now, though, with a few clouds, south-southeast winds. Uh, they have come down 8 miles per hour, and your feels like temperature is at 72. Satellite radar composite showing quiet conditions across area. High pressure is in charge and at highest sliding out towards the east. High level clouds moving in. That's the frontal boundary to the north of us. Low pressure system in the Gulf will form, should move across us and drag a front through Sunday. So we're looking at a soggy and wet Sunday for the first part and then possibly even into Monday. That's a quick check on conditions around the island. Stick with us to look at your weekend forecast is still to come. Still to come in our news, it's in the blood. Government approving a new DNA testing protocol to verify citizenship status. Plus, the nation's leader stands by his recent recommendation, the Prime Minister doubling down on his support for a former top cop. And later, the Bahamas Technical and Vocational Institute to get a major facelift. The president explains the nationwide rebrand. And that's all coming up when our news returns. Since they're on sale, Max bought things neither he nor his friend really needed. Hungry for deals? Come to KFC to satisfy your hunger before doing something crazy. Our new six-piece value deal is packed with six pieces of your favorite fried chicken, three orders of crispy fries, and three buttery biscuits, all for just $20. You work hard for your money. Get the biggest bang for your taste buds. Satisfy your taste buds with KFC. It's finger-licking good. 
February is the month of love, and you will love the specials at Super Value and Quality Supermarkets. Rainbow Corn Beef, 12 ounce, 2.29. Mullis Ready Cut Macaroni, 16 ounce, 2.19. English Cheddar Cheese. $3.99 per pound. Vitamol Classic, 10 to 12 ounce, $1.19. Chicken leg quarters, 10 pound bag, 89 cents per pound. If you love to save, you will love super value and quality supermarkets. You've heard of electric cars. Now it's time you drive one. Easy Car Sales welcomes you to experience the power and prestige of the latest electric vehicles. Plug in at home for a 65% discount off your gas bill and never get stuck at the pump again. Build your dreams of a better future with a better car. The BYD EV. Visit easy242.com to book your free test drive today. Save your money while driving in style. Only at Easy Car Sales. Hear that? If you listen closely, you can hear the heartbeat of a nation. That unique sound of a great country pounding with colorful history, a rich culture, and unwavering ambition. When you look around, you recognize its pulse. The people who love to celebrate, who identify with triumph. A people who know how to be our brother's keeper. Commonwealth Bank, built by Bahamians, here for Bahamians. Bahamians helping Bahamians. Government has officially signed off on a new DNA testing protocol to verify citizenship status. The move is a significant milestone post a Privy Council ruling on citizenship. In May 2023, the Privy Council ruled that all children born out of wedlock to foreign women and Bahamian men are Bahamian citizens at birth. Health and Wellness Minister Dr. Michael Darville confirming that the paperwork was finalized last week and shared more details on how the protocol will work. We looked at an affidavit versus DNA testing and we felt that the DNA testing was more conclusive because most DNA testing is like 99.5%. And so those individuals who are seeking citizenship, uh, all you have to do is present uh, to one of the labs that would be registered by the Ministry of Health. The sample would be taken. It could either be blood, it can be uh, a saliva or it could be a buccal cell sample. That would be forwarded on to one of the reputable labs in the United States and the results will come back which will confirm uh, within 99.5% the paternity testing for uh, that particular case. All right. Well, Prime Minister Philip Davis clarifying the status on former police commissioner Alison Greenslade's recommendation to become a permanent secretary in the Ministry of Immigration. Greenslade has also served as High Commissioner of the Bahamas to the United Kingdom and Ireland. Davis says his recommendation stands. We, uh, we were in the process of... Um in the permanent secretaries, I thought that he was fit and suited to go into the immigration department, having regard to his experience in law enforcement, etc. And um, we determined that he'd be a good fit as permanent secretary in that department. And it is to take effect um, as soon as the Public Service Commission confirms him as a permanent. Well, we have more tonight from our recent sit-down with the new head of BTVI, newly confirmed president of the Bahamas Technical and Vocational Institute, Dr. Linda Davis, has already, she has a lot on her plate. As she is the first female to head this institution, she admits one of her first priorities is rebranding BTVI. The brand refresh will span campuses in New Providence, Grand Bahama, Abaco, Exuma, and Elusra. In the COVID era, they had a very strong online virtual presence. And we are now um, upping the game in terms of the use of our technology, tech-enabled learning um, that allows us to reach from, a, um, from as far down as Inagua and Meguana. And so the idea is that we have strategic family island sites, the three that I've mentioned in the first instance, but we also have currently part-time coordinators, not only in those sites, but we are um, expanding into other sites. There's even a satellite, satellite campus in North Andres, a collaboration with the Department of Education, and even with a new look, President Davis knows she's got a tough job ahead of her. One of her challenges, getting technical and vocational careers to be seen as a first career choice. Where we don't have a physical presence, we use high school sites. For example, at Huntley Christie in North, in North Andrews, where we have a thriving program. 
the the challenge is going to be for us to to show the benefit and need of TVET, technical and vocational um, um, education. The trades route to success in one's career, believe it or not, is tremendous. But we are still fighting the stigma that the trade perhaps is a second option. When our news comes back from the break of The Deepest Dance, a short film released on Valentine's Day, is receiving lots of traction. Our Marlena Leonard speaks with the creator of the viral video. Coming up in sports, we get introduced to Ambassador Heel, JJ is back in Brooklyn, and a six-member team headed to the World Indoor Championships. Plus, nice weather conditions on this Friday, but expect a rain shower or two this weekend. Greg is back with your extended forecast when our news continues. Stay with us. Cancer Treatment Centers of America is now City of Hope, creating one of the leading cancer care and research networks from coast to coast, providing more of what you need. More locations means more care closer to home. More specialists means more expertise. More research means more breakthroughs. More advancements means more treatment options. And more options means more hope. Call now to get more of the care you need. You heard that sound? It's the sound of us. Since our origins, we burst music. Our sounds mixed together. So let us hear your sound too. Your sound of passion, of joy, of friendship. The sound of your style and the beat of your night. It's time to play together the sound of Guinness, the sounds of greatness. At Koshrite, our members know that there's a lot to smile about. They know that membership has its privileges. Guaranteed low pricing on every item, every time you shop. Each membership comes with two cards. That's one for you and a free card for a member of your household. Gold card holders earn an annual 2% rebate up to $500. Koshrite members get discounts at other participating businesses. So that's a lot to smile about. Whether it be clothing, appliances, home goods, or groceries, shop at Koshrite, where membership truly has its privileges. Upgrade your internet service with a live business and save big. You get the extreme speed and reliability of a live business internet designed for all your business needs. And installation is free. You're gonna save big with a live business internet. It's the best in business solutions. Contact the experts today for more details. Email business solutions at cablebahamas.com or call 601-8911 in Nassau and 602-8811 11 in the family island. This is our news. Welcome back. We've had success at the Olympics in and out of the water, but one young athlete hopes to add to that strong sporting legacy by becoming the first Bahamian to medal at the Olympics in rowing. Our Jean Joseph tells you about this. My plan is possibly being able to represent the Bahamas in the Olympics. That was 14-year-old Isaiah Ellis, a Windsor High School rowing athlete with his sights set on the world stage. Isaiah began rowing just three years ago, but since then, he has competed at numerous international competitions and received multiple scholarship offers, affording him opportunities to study the sport abroad. He was recently able to train with Akil Abdullah, the United States' first-ever black male Olympic rower and the first African-American rower to win the Diamond Skulls race at the Henley Royal Regatta. Chanel Sands, public engagement officer at the U.S. Embassy in the Bahamas, says the training session was a part of the embassy's ongoing efforts to enrich and support the Nassau Rowing Club and other local initiatives. We are really excited um, to support the Nassau Rowing Club in their efforts because with rowing, that is one of the scholastic sports where students really have an opportunity to get a scholarship, especially for girls. And so for us, um, where there are sports and opportunities that support um, segues for students to study in the United States, we're very happy to support that. The sport of rowing has only emerged locally within the past 12 years, and the Nassau Rowing Club has been one of its champions from the start. The organization operates from a one-acre site on the northern shores of Lake Cunningham and meets six days a week as early as 6.30 a.m. Kyle Shea, Nassau Rowing Club founder and president, says he and his team want to expand their efforts and introduce more students like Isaiah to the sport. It's taking the opportunity to the kids in the inner city, working with community organizations like the Life or Key Foundation, um, the Ministry of Youth, Sports and Culture, Ministry of Education, to, to find kids that want to do it. Shea says Isaiah's situation isn't rare 
and there are many more scholarships available, especially for female athletes. We have a number of uh, coaching contacts across the United States in Division One and Division II schools, and so we're really excited to uh, take advantage of that. With possibilities abound, Isaiah encourages other young people to give rowing a chance. It's different. It's not like basketball. Swimming is not a traditional sport. It's different. And you get to travel the world, get to meet new people, better experiences. Reporting for our news, I'm Gene Joseph. All right, thanks, Gene. While well, we introduce you to Ambassador Heal from my hometown, Grand Bahama, JJ is back in Brooklyn, and we've got a six-member team headed to the World Indoor Championships. Here now with our sports presented by 10th-year seniors is Ronaldo and John Mark. Ronaldo? Thanks, Italia, and welcome to our sports presented by 10th-year seniors. I'm Ronaldo Dorset. That's John Mark Nutt. Let's do show. Add another accolade to the already legendary career of Buddy Heald. The government appointed the Philadelphia 76ers guard as an ambassador at large while he spends time at home during NBA All-Star break. I would say that taking, taking on a different role now, uh, being a leader, uh, being a leader by example, and uh, just, uh, just, you know, it's tough, you know, you know, taking on these challenges, but uh, I'm just glad to be in this, having this opportunity and uh, where I'd be able to inspire people, not only in the basketball court, but being as ambassador of the Bahamas and uh, just taking a uh, very accepted journey. and. Uh, as I transition to being a businessman, uh, I'm just ready for the challenge. In the role, Heald will represent the Bahamas at major sporting events and assist in sports development. Heald is the third Bahamian sports icon in as many years to be named ambassador at large, following Olympic medalist Chris Brown and NBA champion Rick Fox. In the WNBA, John Quill Jones has re-signed with the New York Liberty on a two-year deal. In 2023, Jones averaged 11.3 points. 8.4 rebounds and 1.8 blocks per game for a Liberty team that made it to its first WNBA Finals since 2002. The 2021 league MVP also had a record eight double-doubles during the postseason. The Liberty's 2024 season tips off on May 14. The Sunland Stingers are once again the GBSSAA Senior Boys Basketball Champions. The Stingers defeated the Tabernacle Falcons in a closely contested series where games two and three were decided by a combined total of three points. Edmund Ferguson was named series MVP. And I want to thank you for the school, the staff, and everyone, and my teammates for believing in me, my family. The Bahamas will field a six-member team for the World Indoor Championships. Headlining the team will be 60-meter world record holder Devin Charlton and current heptathlon world leader Ken Munnins. Charisma Taylor will compete in both the 60-meter hurdles and triple jump, and Anthony Strong contests the 60 meters. The team also includes long jumper Laquan Naren and quarter miler Alonzo Russell. The meet will be hosted March 1st to 3rd at the Commonwealth Arena in Glasgow, Scotland. It's Friday, so that means the 10YS plays of the week. Let's get it. At number five, Butler to Jax for the slam. Number four, shot clock expiring. No problem for Trinity Bodie. She's in range once she steps in the gym. At number three, shout out to Ephraim Hepburn, not just for this move, but for being the only person born after 1915 named Ephraim. Definitely not making Ephraims anymore. At number two, Tajaniqua Morley's 37-piece. Iowa has Caitlin Clark. CV Bethel has Tajaniqua Morley. This is real speed. And of course, our number one should only take 7.67 seconds to watch. Devin Charlton, the best in the world of all time. That'll do it for our sports presented by 10th Year Seniors. For John Mark Nutt, I'm Ronaldo Dorset. Back to the studio. Still ahead on our news tonight, The Deepest Dads, a short film created by a Bahamian, is receiving lots of attention worldwide. Our Marlena Leonard has a story coming up. Plus, temperatures in the lower 70s outside the R News studios on this Friday. Greg is back with your extended weather forecast right after this quick break. Over a decade ago, the Bahamas Striping Group of Companies was birthed out of a passion to change the way we travel. From only a $5,000 grant, the tenacity and work ethic has propelled BSGC to one of the leading road management companies in the Caribbean. We pride ourselves on going the extra mile where others won't, through the use of our state-of-the-art equipment and our certified team. Although the success is commendable, the road has been long, yet the mission continues in striving to be a world-class organization ran by Bahamians for Bahamians. With the help of our experienced and hardworking team, we at the Bahamas Striping Group of Companies are committed to making a difference one road at a time. Are you or a loved one under medical care? Do you need affordable medical supplies? 
Quartz International is the largest home healthcare supplier. Medical supplies at the very best price. And you can even shop online. From hospital beds to wound care, wheelchairs to walkers, Quartz is a one-stop shop for your medical supplies and we accept insurance. We have online shopping and two locations to serve you at the Airport Industrial Park and Shirley Street. We also ship to the Family Islands. Shop online and visit us on Facebook. Call Ports at 377-1771. Welcome back to our news. Keep your raincoats closed as a few rain showers are expected over the weekend. Greg is back in the Weather Center with your extended forecast. Greg, I saw some rain in the forecast earlier. I know this is love weekend. You know, we had Valentine's Day <laughs> earlier this week, but for those who are not able to celebrate, I'm sure they're going to take some time this weekend to celebrate the day of love. You better do that before Sunday, because Sunday we expect the frontal wow. boundary to be getting in here. So we look at some significant rain showers really across the northwest part eventually so if you plan on doing anything for the weekend saturday is saturday the is the day yeah, okay for sure to do that. but it is beautiful outside right now high pressure is still in charge that high is slowly sliding out towards the east our winds are now more southeasterly and uh, that's going to be bringing in some very warm temperatures so saturday is looking saturday is looking rather warm eventually ahead of the front there's a frontal boundary across the, the uh, southeast united states as a matter of fact but that front will stay to the north of us. Eventually, there's a low-pressure system that will develop in the Gulf of Mexico, and that's the one that's going to be bringing the unsettled weather across the northwest Palmas by Sunday and into Monday. So we're looking for some showers, as possibly even some isolated thunderstorms with that system as it continues to track towards the uh, uh, east and away from us. And of course, once that front goes through, we're looking for some rather nice temperatures. Temperatures will take once again a dip into the 70s, so we are still in the what, winter regime. Uh, eventually getting into a, a spring kind of weather eventually for the next couple of months. Future forecast showing just some high-level clouds moving across our area eventually. Most of that will stay to the north of us. Then we are watching the frontal boundary approaching the Florida area by Saturday evening. And as I mentioned, that's going to be bringing in some very unsettled weather by Sunday evening. We expect showers and thunderstorms to be moving across the northwest and portions of the central Bahamas. But like I said, once this front goes through, we're looking at some very nice temperatures. And of course, uh, as you mentioned, if you didn't get a chance to do the uh, Valentine's Day thing, tomorrow is your best shot at doing that. Doing any boating, beaching for the weekend, pretty nice on the waters. Eventually, uh, winds will be picking up, but they will be south to southwest across the northwest Palmas. We do have a caution flag for the Atlantic waters. We still have some residual swells out there. Seas will be running two to four feet and up to six feet in northeast to easterly swells. Low tide is at 7.16 at night. Your high tide is at 1.49 in the morning for the central and southeast Palmas. Caution fly for you guys down there as well is also for the swells. Southeast to south winds, 10 to 15 knots, seas to 4 feet and up to 6 feet in some swells. Here's a look now at your national forecast. In your extended forecast, Saturday is looking rather warm. Sunday, eventually, uh, that front gets in here by this evening, but temperatures will be in the 80s. And then we get a nice dip in temperatures once that front goes through, looking at beautiful weather for the upcoming week. That's a look at our weather. Make it a safe weekend, everybody. All right, thanks, Greg. Well, The Deepest Dance is the latest short film from Andre Musgrove, shot at shipwrecks around the Bahamas and released on Valentine's Day. It already has over 100,000 views. Our Marlena Leonard has the backstory of the now viral video. Andre Musgrove is sometimes called the real Aquaman. The Bahamian underwater photographer and cinematographer's latest film, The Deepest Dance, was about three years in the making. It was a small crew, often just Musgrove and professional dancer and underwater performer Ariadna Hafez. So what inspired this project for me is my love for the ocean, my love for 
also my country. These shipwrecks that we shot the film on uh, with the dive sites I've been to the most in my life. And they're just so beautiful and so many people, Bahamians, non-Bahamians, don't even know that we have this many artificial and natural shipwrecks here in the Bahamas, especially on this island and the beauty that's in the wreckage. So that was kind of the inspiration for me working along with a professional underwater performer who's also my friend. Musgrove says when it came to finding a composer to accompany the underwater performance, he knew just where to look. I was able to work with a very talented Bohemian composer, Tanisha Shalopin, who composed the music for this. And for me, the music is the thing that makes the film. It's really the thing that brings out the, the emotions, especially in a short film, underwater short film that has no dialogue. We didn't use any virtual effects or green screens or anything like that. The music helps tell the story and to be able to work with a very talented composer to be able to bring that story to life is was amazing. The Deepest Dance already has over 1 million views on Instagram. As for what's next for the project, just gonna let the world do its thing whenever we're able to come back. I just pray that God allows it to go in the right places and let it get in front of the right people. You can watch The Deepest Dance on Musgrove's YouTube, Instagram, or Facebook pages. Reporting for Our News, I'm Marlena Leonard. All right, thanks Marlena, and thank you for joining us for Our News tonight on behalf of the entire team. I'm Natalia Hall. We'll see you tomorrow night. Have a great evening and a great weekend.